0: Hey, what's up, guys? Very short intro here. Uh, this podcast is just me by myself. I kind of just explaining a couple of things that I've been learning about myself uh, and where my brain's taking me back uh, as well, in my past and making me appreciate who I am today, appreciating the people that are around me. Um, so if you're listening to this, I appreciate it. Wherever you're listening to it, I'm big on Spotify right now. Uh, but if you're listening to this anywhere else, I appreciate it. Like I said, I'll make sure you share. Give me your comments, people, on what you think about this stuff. By doing that, you can go on my J-Rockiner page uh, on Facebook. Um, and so you can go on there and just kind of just leave me a little feedback as much as you can. And so that way um, I can get better. I want to know what you want to hear. Uh, if there's anybody locally in New Braunfels, or even in the surrounding area, that you think I could have a good conversation with, uh, send me that information. I'd love to chat with anybody and uh, just pick people's brains, people. That's how we learn as human beings. And uh, we need to be doing that right now a lot. We need to be more kind to people, love more people. Uh, I think that's just the biggest thing that I really want to uh, share right now and and get everybody to cherish a little bit more. So hope you enjoy this episode and uh, we'll uh, catch you after you hear the podcast. (laughs) What is up, people? What's your boy, J-Rock? and you literally? Man, I'm so uh, excited, as always, to do these podcasts. And uh, this one's going to be a little audio version. Uh, past two weeks, we've been on Facebook, and we went ahead and had the Me Free Holas. We had Andy Chavez over, man, for Me Free Holas. Uh, Me Free Holas is about to open up here pretty soon in the fall. I'm super excited for Andy. And uh, if you missed those episodes, we are actually going to be posting those up soon, I'm trying to get my YouTube going. It's been a tough situation. And then also just trying to make sure that I'm getting everything out to you the correct way. And so I'm going to be putting this audio out. You'll actually be able to hear the audio versions of Andy possibly tonight as well. But at least for the video, uh, if you want to check that out, you'd have to go through Facebook for right now. So uh, they're on there still. They're still posted on the J and Podcast. And while we're there, while you're there, make sure you like us and uh, you know tab us to uh, to follow us so that way you can get updated on videos when we have those video podcasts. So, but it's been fun. I had a blast with Andy being at the Harley Davidson, uh, checking out all the bikes there too. I never really been a bike pe- person, people. I just never—I don't know. It always freaked me out to be on two wheels, and not have full control. I'm one of those people too. Like when you when we go driving, when I go with friends or something, I feel way more comfortable. I'm the one driving. I feel like I'm in control. And so I think we all feel a little weird in in that way of not being in control of the situation. Some of us just kind of just go with the flow. But it's uh, it's something that I I feel I feel like I, I, again you feel more comfortable in a way that you're in control. So. And going off of that, man, um, I think the biggest thing lately that I've been working on is how to control the things that I think, how to control the things that I want to better myself with. And I've been doing, of course, the bettering part for years. And I say this because um, this episode is is literally going to be called, you know, my fifth grade best friend, um, mainly because that's what my brain goes back to. Like, I try to think in situations of like, man, like, well, what, what did I do back then or what would I do back then in this situation as a youngster or as, or as just, you know, or even like in my twenties, you know, now that I'm about to be 32 in, in the whole, in almost five weeks. Um, so it's just like, uh, I'm kind of just working at a, a spot right now where I'm just trying to do my best to control the things that I think on when situations happen or, like right now, like literally before this podcast, I'm like thinking um, about what I was gonna talk about with the situation. But you know, going back, I'm seeing now how people, uh, the way that they are reacting now to the ways that they were living their lives before. And I mean that like growing up in a small town in our town in New Braunfels, you you kind of see people grow. Of course, small town, you see them all the time. You go to the grocery store, you see them. You go. You know, to the movie theater, you see, you know, the same people on about. And as our town's getting bigger, it is, there, it is changing. Um, but I got to see that in some of my friends. And as I sat here the other day, because I'm reading a book right now that's called "Think Like a Monk" by Jay Shetty, and it really talks about like your values. And he talks about how you can be a better person and the way you can change your mindset, the way you think of 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 uh, situations. So after reading that, you know, I'm not done with it, but reading some of that book, it's really made me open my eyes and how I want to see situations. And uh, you know, people, a big part of uh, me wanting to help others is was a big part of me of my uh, my breakup. It changed who I was as a person. I wasn't I didn't accept. I wasn't able as a person to accept. First of all, failure I felt. Second, just like. I just felt like my life was crushed and when you know got away from me and I didn't I felt like I had no purpose after that which was ridiculous. And you know of course you don't know that until you go through it. And that's why I want to be a better person in many ways. And again, you know if you're reading if you're listening to this and you know you're you're not like one of my closest friends and you see me out you know outside of, of a lens in the way um in your own lens I should say um it, you know everybody should, could have a different way of seeing me from a coaching aspect to a good or a bad coach in people's eyes or from a wrestler or from just me being who they saw growing up in this town or, you know, my big parts of who I'm not very proud of is the way I used to go out and the person I used to be when I would go out. And, you know, um, there were so many faces of me, people. And that's what made me understand, like, okay, I need to change who I am. And I want to, as I'm doing it, I want to share what I'm doing so that way people can learn from it. And so, sorry, I kind of trailed off there, but going back to thinking uh, in my ways of from my relationship and things, um, what I thought about recently was like, who's been there? Like, who's been there from day one? Who's really made an impact in my life? And as my, again, my 32nd birthday is about to come up, and I'm um, just thinking about many different things, that's what kind of came up. like who's made an impact in and out of my life in a good aspect uh, to where even today they're doing that. And that's why, you know, fifth grade best friend comes out is because, you know, my buddy Joe, um, who I shout out to after every episode, cause he really is my best friend. Um, I always say shout out to, you know, Joe for saving lives. And um, I mean that in a lot of way. And I had a buddy ask me like, Hey man, why do you always give Joe a shout out? Or like, what's the meaning of that? You know, of course, I know you're close, but what's the meaning of it? And you know, there's a big part of that. And when I when he told me that, I told him, "I was like, yeah, he's my best. He's a really good friend of mine, my best friend. And that's what he does for a living. He saves lives. Uh, he works for New York Life. And um, you know, jokingly, after I was then, you know, telling my other buddy, I was just like, you know, I sat there and I'm like, man, like, I really mean that too. Uh, Joe May's has been in a lot of um part, huge parts of my life when I didn't even know it. Now that I sit back reading the book that I read, doing the things that I've done lately to change my mindset. Now that's taken my brain to like, go back and be like, when I changed schools in fifth grade, I felt like my life was going to crush. Like I'm going from, if you're from New Braunfels, you're going from elementary schools to Celia at that time. There were two, I mean, they're still two totally like Different schools. You could be in the same district, but two different schools. So like, we were still. I was still like a unicorn, you know. And um, changing schools was like, as a kid, as a fifth grader, I'm, in my head. And I don't, I didn't really like hang out with much of my friends out of school. Um, I don't know what it was. My like me, and my mom. My I mean, my my mom and my dad always kind of kept us around family. So when we would do, when we would do that. Uh, hang out with friends, it was kind of, you know, kind of a really good thing and something that was very rare. And so again, um, I was losing my friends from school who I saw every day. You're a kid, you take, and a kid like me where I was, you know, very loved as a child and, and to accept people and be nice to people was what my grandpa would always tell me too, you know, give the person that doesn't have a shirt, your shirt or your shoes, you know, stuff like that. You know, grandfather was in the military. Love him, death, miss him. But a lot of the things he would teach us was that. So you know, I was gonna miss all my friends. I was gonna. um, I I felt like my life was gonna be crushed. I have to go meet new people. Like I was gonna be afraid of that. Like I, you know, there's so many feelings I was feeling. You know, and uh, going into a new school, um, it was really everything just kind of hit as a child, uh, not being prepared for it. Now that I think about it. Um, I was about to go into a classroom where two class, class, classes were together. You know, it was the uh, Abbott's class and uh, Mr. and Mrs. Abbott's and uh, there were, you know, there were a couple of course, they were of course married. And uh, and what was really cool is there was, a, at that time, it was a, uh, Mr. Abbott's was a, if I'm correct, a Caucasian gentleman, white guy, and Mrs. Abbott's was Hispanic. And it was really cool to see that because, again, at that time I'm watching wrestling and, you know, you're starting to see different things and you're starting to hear different things. I'm starting to learn different things. And then um, also just seeing, like, instead of, like, usually I think it would be, like, 22 kids or something like that. It was, like, 38 or 40 of us in there. I felt like it at least. And there's a lot of us kids in there. My buddy Gons was in there who I've done uh, – I'm going to do, like, these clips at a podcast that I record with my friends. He's going to be part of that. But anyway, Gons was in that class. Uh Joe, of course, was the, my buddy that I walked into. And I don't really exactly remember how the relationship started, but I just remember us being like just kind of hitting it off. And at that time I was barely barely like look understanding what basketball was. You know, Spurs, Tim Duncan, you know, David Robinson, stuff like that. And uh sorry people, that's my phone going off. Um and I and you know, I just didn't know you know how to really like how the how the relationship started as friends, but I remember just hitting it off and um, knowing that he lived close, rode the same bus. I think that was a big thing too. And um, what I'm trying to get at with this is that Joe just kind of just accepted me as a friend, and being the person that he is, still being that same person. Um, you know, ex- accepting people in his life in a way and, and like being open to talk to people and, you know, being in the, the the business that he is in, he has to talk to people. And, you know, as again, people, I was just going back thinking about this, Joe is exactly who that was as a youngster, like accepting me as a friend, showing me around the school. Or, you know, I remember him telling me about certain kids in school, who to watch out for. You know, and then I was hanging out with a, a buddy named Rossbo, too. Uh, uh, who's my godson's father, uh, Arasmo, was a kid that I grew up with too, just playing ball. And that's when we got into basketball, you know? And um, where I'm going at is you go, you realize like who your real friends are and who your real good people are that you want around you because eventually you'll learn how to go through situations. I remember coaching a team, uh, selecting that had gotten started and I was doing my best to help build it. And Joe was coming in and he was also um, kind of starting to coach. I gotta I tried to get him to come in. He had been doing a couple leagues, I think, at the, with the city at McKenna a couple of times with me. And uh, I remember him getting his own team and stuff. Um, but anyway, uh, I think I had asked him or we had asked him to come in and take over this team because I was gonna start I had to start doing my own thing. I wanted to get back in the city league. I think I had was thinking even about doing training at that time or had just started doing training. And I don't know exactly what happened, but we had kind of bumped heads. He took over the team. I felt some animosity. I felt like he did too. And I probably wasn't the best person to deal with at that time being a, a pro wrestler and having to have a mindset of, you know, needing to be better than the people around you because you needed to be an example. Um, you know, and and taking that back in that way of wrestling, like my mindset got had to change so quick from a promoter to a wrestler to this kid that didn't know anything about wrestling uh, in the business side and having to need to know about everything. And I felt like I had to always be the best out there, you know, and I think the best way for me to do that is when I'm able to do this podcast today, I had to teach myself how to learn to talk to a crowd quicker, I had to learn how to get out of that comfortableness of that. And um, of everything that had pro wrestling, uh, it made created this ego in me. And so as I'm creating this basketball program too, or trying to create this team, and Joe's coming in to take over what I had tried to attempt, uh, so I can leave and do more things, um, I felt like we had just kind of duked it out in a way, you know, verbally and and showing it in a um, a body language type of way too, and he just, you know, I think that's where the fallout kind of happened a little bit, and um, we kind of just didn't, I guess, hang out as much and. Um, he has, he's probably going to listen to this. He probably could tell me a little different. Maybe we'll talk about this later on in a, a different episode, but something that happened to where I didn't have him in my life. And as I was going through my relationship, um, it made me realize that, um, it made me realize that I needed somebody like him at that time. When I w- lost my relationship in my past, that was in my past relationship, <laughs> sorry there, uh, I needed somebody like him there and he wasn't he wasn't there not cuz of him it was because I wasn't allowing him in my life I wasn't check, you know checking up on him I wasn't you know asking him to do certain things to like hang out and you have to do that with your friends people I think we think that they need to come to us we you have to be that bigger person as well and do the things that you want in your life too if you know that person makes a big impact in your life I think that's where you have to be the bigger person and be like hey man let's hang out you know go out for lunch go out for dinner you know, go out and, you know, go grab a drink or go out and do something. If you have kids together, go do something with your kids together. You know, um, and I, and I, if there's things that I regret, there's not very many things that I regret now because of the way that I see life. I try to put that in a, in, in a different ways of saying regret, but that is one thing that I regret now knowing where I'm at today. Um, I knew that Joe was a good person, but I didn't reach out. I knew he was a good person and probably a good person from my heart, my mind, but I didn't reach out. Um, and, you know, Even though we were kind of in the same like um, aspects of life, of in our twenties and and living life, and him doing his own thing, he—I never—I would always forget that he was the person that he was from, like he was in fifth grade. And so, whenever I was crushed and my life was going down, and I felt like you know my life was over, I didn't have a friend like Joe. I didn't have a friend. I didn't have any other friends that were telling me the right things. They were telling me things that I wanted to hear, or they were telling me things that. Um, I should be doing, you know, in, in in a way to where it wasn't bettering me. It was a way that I should be like running after this person that obviously didn't want to be there for me. And so I, that's where I felt like, you know, over time that I needed to change that. Um, but people, the main thing out of this whole story of, again, other than Joe is, um, where you put your brain at and where you're going to put yourself specifically right now, you got to make sure that puts you in a place in the next whatever long years or however long time you want that to be. However long that's going to take you to get there, you got to understand that you have to start now. And from five years ago, from where I'm at now, um, a huge part of my brain is great. It's great. It's changed. It's wanting to better, I never wanted to read books and I'm reading books now and I know it, be- and I wanna read it because I know I wanna better myself. You gotta know you want the things that you want in life. And that's it. Like, I know I want Joe in my life. I know I want I want good friends in my life. I know now that I don't want to eat fast food every day. I know that I don't want, I want to better myself by going to the gym, not missing two days back to back without doing something active, you know? And all those things come into factor to help who you're going to be. These are things that people didn't tell me. And these are things that I'm learning, that I've been learning over the years. You know, I've had my phases from my Eric Thomas phase to my Gary Vee phase to my Jay Shetty phase. But there's somebody buddy that I never lost in all that has always been Dwayne The Rock Johnson. You know, a, a book, the next book that I'm going to be buying is called The Rock Through the Lens. It's actually by uh, Hiram Garcia. Uh, he's a good buddy of The Rocks. They've met... I believe when he was his first year about to go into the WWE, or he was in college, one of the two. And uh, The Rock actually was um, with his sister for a while, and now they're you know they're all working together to make who The Rock is today. And in this book, it show moments of The Rock through through you know uh, Hiram Garcia's eyes and the moments, and he's his manager, so he's seen everything from from his lenses of The Rock. And as you, uh, if you go to his YouTube, The Rock's YouTube uh, page. Uh, he has a video on there that, you know, gives you a little bit of visual of who Hiram is and the, the moments that they had and the things that are going to be in the book. And as I watched that the other day, that made me, uh, again, go back in my brain, my brain of all the exercising that I've done. It took me to remember what Joe's done for me. You know, he's not my manager. He's never done things like that with me. But I worked with him in basketball kids. I worked with him with the youth. I've worked with him. On a day that when I was going through COVID, uh, he helped me. He's helped save my life again in a way that, you know, when I was going through COVID and my breathing was in big issue and I'm trying to get through it. I'm getting text messages about my past and, um, and you know, money situations have always been an issue with my, my anxiety and why I want to be so great and do so much good things to better my life. Um, that hit me in that day. And I remember calling Joe. And I called him, and I didn't know who to call, and I didn't want my mom to worry about what I was going through. I not you know, and you know, other than that, I really don't know who else to call. So I called Joe, and he's answering. the answers the phone. I think him and, and his 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 uh, his lady were were working on the house, which looks beautiful right now. Um, uh, shout out to Sandra, uh, but yeah, that he was they were working on the house, and he's just like, hey man, what's going on? And I remember not even being able to catch my breath. And, you know, I'm there like trying to talk and he's just like, hey, man, catch your breath. What's going on? You know, just let's talk, you know, catch your breath. Just listen to my words. Just try to focus. And, you know, people like at that time, like as I'm going through that, of course, I'm trying to focus and I'm trying to think I'm trying to catch my breath and I'm trying to, you know, maybe this is a start of knowing that I have these anxiety attacks or something. And I didn't know at that time, but in my brain, I'm just trying to like understand what he's trying to tell me. And I'm trying to focus and, and, you know, I'm I'm literally looking out the window, trying to just like focus on things. It was, it was about, it was raining that day. And he just talked me through a situation that I I couldn't sit there and, and get through myself. Like I literally was in tears trying to catch my breath and going through the anxiety of, the message that I had God, and it, it, my, everything, and then me having me going through COVID to that day, I think that was like day six where four through eight was the, was the worst of, of the COVID. And, um, he talked me through it and he helped me catch my breath and he made me laugh like he does. And he made me understand like everything was going to be okay. And I was able to just get back to my normal breathing myself. And guys, the, the refresh of, not only learning, learning that you caught your breath and you can get, I got through that, but just, you know, when I hung up that phone, I, I cried and, you know, I, I, I just knew that, you know, Joe is a guy that does what he's doing today. Since fifth grade to today, he's changing lives and he's helping people's lives. And um, today I can sit here and as I telling you through this short podcast, like this is the things that make me grateful. These are the things that make me, want to help other people cuz a person like Joe I grew up around people like Joe I had a family like you know like people a person like Joe no matter what color uh, of people that I was around you know I still understood that a person like Joe made me understand to be nicer to people and right now you know my health is is, is my, one of my most important th- focus right now right now as I'm doing this podcast I'm wired up with the heart monitor taking my last test to find out how good my heart is after COVID. And this is something I'm doing personally. This isn't, you know, I had a couple heart issues, like I had like these big pounding of my heart, my heart a couple a um, couple weeks ago. And then like I have these small pinches here and there and it kind of freaks me out. I don't know if it's anxiety, but the main thing was just like, as I am about to be my, in my mid thirties here in a couple years, I want to look at my health now. I'm focusing on my health and, um, those are the things that are kind of just all those things are coming into mind. And it's like, uh, that's what I need to focus on. That's what I've been focusing on. But people, it didn't just happen last week. It didn't happen last year. It's taken me almost five years to finally be mentally happy where I'm at to know that, I, yeah, I don't care. And you know that there's some things that I post or share with people that I've learned. And I feel like, and people are like, I, they might get annoyed by it, but I don't care because I know it's helping somebody, and it, I see that help people. People text me, and it tells me. People message me, and they DM me, and they tell me that it helps them, or you know, they tell me certain things that uh, on the you know in the streets, you know, when I'm going out and doing things, you know. And I think the biggest thing also is like people get shocked from when they, you know, see me on Facebook or social media from when I post, and then they see me on you know out and about. And I'm like telling them how beautiful their family is, and I'm telling them how, you know, how cool, you know, how good of a person they are, and how they need to keep growing and they need to keep building. And they're like, oh crap, this dude's actually like that. Like, he actually cares. And then that's what it is. Like, I actually do care, just like Joe cared for me, just like other people do care for me, my basketball program. I see a lot of the moms and the dads from my basketball program that actually care. You know, and, and, you know, the people that you're around will show you that. If the people around you are not helping you grow, then why are you around them? And and it could be the smallest thing, people, showing you how to be more happy, showing you how to, you know, maybe you go to find a new job and this guy at work, you start hanging out with him or her, and they show you straight up, like, how to just live a better life. That's why you should be good to your significant others, because you could be worried in that way too, but that's just the way some people are. Grow. Show it. Love people. You know, I think that's the biggest thing that we could be telling you right now. So many things I could be saying about the presidential debate right now, but why? That was horrible last night. The best thing I could tell you right now is learn who you could be to be a better person in this world, so that way this world could be a better place, and a person like Joe is doing that. A person like myself is attempting that. There's a lot of things that I still need to fix, man. A lot of things. And I can't share those things right now, but I hope to share those things with you like I'm sharing the way that I went through certain things in my life recently that helped, that from the past came and helped me now, from the things that I'm doing now, from, again, studying of who I want to be, studying of who I need to be, listening to things that I've never heard before. Put yourself around those things, and it'll change who you can be, and it can change a good person, and bring the good out of you. So, but that's just my little short podcast here, guys. I hope you appreciate this one. I appreciate everybody that's uh, been checking out my podcast, liking my page on uh, Facebook. Again, I'm slowly transitioning uh, to to losing my personal Facebook and just going through uh, my 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 pages, um, my my MB Hoop Masters page. Uh, Jay Rockin podcast and straight up, man, like here's another one. Joe was, I was taught, you know, I preached up to Joe about um, I want to get off of Facebook and do things, but I still need to do it for my business. And when I do, he goes, okay, we'll find somebody to do it. And again, like I never thought, it's a possible thought. Like I could, I oh yeah, I thought about it before, but just took another person to just tell me that it really means to me, their words means to me and he told me that I'm like, all right, so I did. And I'm again transitioning, found somebody to run my MB Hoop Masters page. And uh and I think the only thing I need to worry about is a J Rock and a, rock and a podcast so I can continue to bring you good stuff like this podcast and bring you people like Andy Chavez and people like Paige and um, you know, Amber from MMA, she posted a picture today that she looks awesome. She's kicking butt. Um, but people that I've brought in the past have always been making an impact on my life. People put those people in your life right now so they can make an impact in your future. It's like everything's a build people build your path, build your, build your, come up. Whether it's the smallest thing of, of whether it's your job or your business or just yourself. But the biggest thing is to worry about yourself. Well, check your letters, people. Thanks for listening to Jay Rockin and podcast. All right, guys, and uh, that'll conclude this episode. And like I said there at the end, um, I don't want you to be selfish in a way, but think about yourself to where you can make a better you to make uh, a better you around everybody else. You know, that's a big thing is to make an impact in other people is, is kind of big a big thing for me from coaching, pro wrestling, community guy, you know, rising star 2019. I'm excited about the rising star 2020s this next year. And uh, we'll see who gets the uh, nominated here pretty soon. And get those, get those community leaders. Just keep leading and give them a little bit of boost. That's what it did to me. It gave me a boost, people. So I'm excited about that to hear from those people. But keep listening to Jay Rock and Pack Podcast. People share this. Let the people know uh, what I'm doing here. And um, more episodes are going to be coming up. Whether it's going to be video or live, check us out everywhere. I'm hoping to get you all in one spot though. Here pretty soon but since like the beginning i've done this it's been a build and i'm excited so um shout out to new vibe productions who's been helping me out with the andy chavis episodes we still got one more can't wait for them to open so we can bring you that live video there and then um shout out to my boy joe man who this is these these this episode specifically about but mainly about who he is and the love that we we give to people so shout out to my boy joe for saving lives your boy J rock is out We'll see you next week. We'll hear you next week, or you'll be hearing me next week, I should be saying. (laughs) We'll talk to you soon, people. Later.